What a bunch of... I just... I get, what? <laughs> Guys, you had one job for two weeks. I'm easily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is going to feel real good, all right? Most dope. Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. I can't keep count New kicks give me cushion like whoopee Keep a smile like an eating pork cookie Everything good, I'm white boy awesome Up all night, Johnny Carson I ain't got a Benz, no, just a Honda But try and get my money like an Anaconda Real, real long, across the country Chilling in the whip, no cap can bust me Driving to the stage, they applaud and scream All them pretty little girls come and flock to me Yeah, I rock the beat Spock, the weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. Download this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your hokey podcast content. This episode is dedicated to a couple of entertainers we lost this week, Bert and Mac. We're going to miss you. And also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is episode 51 entitled, There's a Lot of Ugly Catchers. Yo, all your bitches got the green bow. Wow, boys. Uh, welcome back from a nice two-week vacation. You all look tanned, rested, and ready. J-Lo, it's wonderful to see you and that big cigar sticking out of your pocket. Uh, tonight sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you too. <laughs> seems seems early for that, but <laughs> and that's not a cigar. I'm just happy to see you. <laughs> Little foreshadowing for you, about Detective Swag. How are you? I uh, just turn it off now. I'm doing well, fellas. I'm doing well. How's everybody doing? Well, I, I'm doing well. Damn it. I made the yeah. mistake of asking the question. Son yeah. of a bitch. That has never been answered in the our introductions. GK, it's good to see you, handsome fella. Thank you, sir. I'm actually pale, exhausted, and ill-prepared, but, uh, you know, let's have some fun. Like any other podcast. But, I was just going to say, nothing new there. That's well, right. no, you said I looked tan, rested, Rest. and uh, and ready to go, but I'm not. So, Detective, tell us what happened in the first round of the playoff series. How do you break down the first round of the playoffs that concluded early? We we only had to have uh, – anyway, I'll let you talk. Fucking everything. <laughs> Three, two, two right. one. Welcome, Bockers. Yeah, can, okay. can I do that in my life? Can I just, can I, can oh. I just fucking stop and go three, two, one? Yeah, no. please, please. Oh. All right, when we left you, Bots, last – 
Uh, we were heading into the playoffs. A lot of talk uh, about Joe's team, a lot of talk about Tim's team, the Dreamers, and uh, and of course, the St. Locash, whoever they are now, made the playoffs as well. At, at one point, they were the St. Locash trash. Trash, yeah, I saw that. And then they went to the St. Locash pandas. So Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Joe the, was the favorite uh, pl- pulling the Dreamers. Um, again, the Dreamers had a great season, so we expected that to be somewhat of a series. Pandas, who kind of squeaked their way into the playoffs, as we know, got Tim. So we have a three-game series, assuming that uh, the first two games don't get swept. Reardon and the Dreamers, game one, Reardon came out strong, 51 points, and the uh, the Dreamers really weren't in it much at all. Stanton... Uh, Hoskins and Merrifield all had 6.6 or better. Uh, Manny Machado with a 5.8. For the Dreamers, the wonderful combination of Buster Posey and Brandon Crawford uh, went a combined three for 37 in the series with three walks, so six total points between the two players. The Indians had a 12.1 for the Dreamers, and they still lost by seven plus. Wow. 47 Ronin and Locash, again, the strong step up. 47 Ronin with 50.8. St. Locash, just over 40. Uh, Real Muto with a 6.2, a huge pickup for Tim late in the season. Great score for a catcher. Uh, Goldie with the 7.6. Chapman, Matt Chapman had a good game. Uh, again, the Dodgers with a 10.4 for Chris, but still lost by more than 10. Second game, Reardon sweeps in two. The Yankees with a 13.15. That was the only staff that uh, won that won the game. Uh, Machado, 6.2. Big Matt Carpenter, 5.2. A lot of balance otherwise for those guys. And uh, again, with the Dreamers, a .8 at catcher as they went to Weeders after Posey. Uh, Yelich had a 7, unfortunately, in the uh, losing effort, and the Indians dropped to a 6.2 as the Dreamers stopped playing meaningful baseball. In Game 2 of the other series, um, much closer. The only close game of any of the games, actually, thus far. Uh, But Ronan again on top, 49.05 to 47.3. So just just about two points. Matt Chapman led the the attack with a 7.6. Strong balance, a 10-plus from the Astros. Dodgers again with 11.8, but it wasn't enough. Hanager and Polanco went down with seven each, but um, he had four guys under three, including Jose Ramirez as Chris's team was dropped. The MVP of the series, Matt Chapman, ladies and gentlemen. Who would have thunk that shit? Two strong performances in the playoffs by Big Matt. And uh, the MVP on the other side, we're going to give it to Manny Machado. And uh, at a um, and the Yankees. The Yankees had a strong showing as well. So two sweeps, and we move on to week one of the finals. For the first time in a long time, what everyone expected has happened, and Ronin is playing Reardon Medal for the championship. We didn't even believe that we were going to be right because we're always <laughs> right. wrong. <laughs> so we just assumed we were going to be wrong. Right. right. We set the odds, and then we all bet against the odds, <laughs> even though we set the odds based on the fact that odds were that our odds were wrong. <laughs> or something like that. So Joe and Tim in the finals, as expected. The interesting thing here is um, Joe 
is uh, the favorite. Joe gets the home field advantage by a game, right? During the regular season, came down to a, a game difference between you two. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tim, I believe you had more points, so had you tied, Tim would have had that number one spot and that that point and a half. And that point and a half, you know, at the moment could be huge uh, in a game that is within three-tenths of a point. Tim holds out this game. That point and a half doesn't matter. Tim gets it next game, but currently Joe has it because of that one game where in week two, Tim lost by point two. (laughs) (laughs) With Encarnacion getting him a point six week two. <laughs> In week ten, Tim lost by one point three. Goldie got him a twelve that week. Ooh. <laughs> and Encarnacion got him a one point four. Had Bregman on his bench with a six point six. So that one he definitely could have won. Week sixteen, short week. It always happens, but Blondie. to Ronan's (laughs) 22.15. Thanks, Greg. Ronan with five (laughs) players under a two for Ronan. And this time, Encarnacion had a three on his bench. So, (laughs) obviously, the the story here is Tim has a lot of close losses. So, that one point, if he did lose by that 1.5, he can go back and find plenty of places to get angry. And he does not seem to be able to manage Encarnacion very well. So at the moment, though, oh, you just lost a tenth of a point. Now it's 0.2 separating these two. So yeah, if, even if it finished there, that wouldn't be the closest game we've ever played in a championship series. Really? Yeah. There was one. Wasn't it 0.05 that I won that first game or second game against you by? It was pretty damn close. When that, I think it was 2014. You can probably look it up. Well, I'm sure our listeners will be scrambling to the records books to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the it's in the just, fantasy baseball almanac. <laughs> just just text Greg; he'll answer you with a smile. Oh, that's right, Google, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That the just, um... the week two loss uh, that was when uh, I I lost to. Uh, to Robinson Chirinos having a career night and um, uh, against Scotty, which really helped me commit to moving the cursed one and taking the cursed one and actually giving him to Scotty. So that was, it seems like ages ago. And uh, I do remember just watching the game throughout the podcast. It was a Sunday night game. And I um, the glee in Greg's voice was unmistakable <laughs> uh, when he saw and and broke the news on the podcast. And uh, boy, I, w- I maybe I'll go back and find it and just put it right in here for all of Bacher Nation to hear. He's, <laughs> it's just it's it's pretty funny. In fact, through the magic of editing, we can travel back in time and re-experience this pivotal moment early in the season. Oh, oh my God! Chernos just cleared the bases. Two run double. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Oh, God! Holy shit! I'm sorry for your loss, Tim. Oh, you know what Joe God. did? He jinxed you. <laughs> no question about it. He's like Tim uh, Chernos is up. Two guys on, but you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. And that, boys and girls, is called the Pujols game. That was the last thing that Joe said before this sound.
Torinos <laughs> is, uh, I like that moment so much. He's now a member of uh, Mr. Blonde's Heroes. I, I saw you throw him a, a pity contract, basically. He's having a decent year now for a catcher. <laughs> as soon as you got him, right? He's, he's closing in on 20 home runs. He's fucking up your yeah. plans. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so what did you guys do for your, your with two weeks off? You had Sunday nights free? Did you go back to the gym? Kind of. That's me. That's cruel. Come on. I did my fantasy football draft last Sunday. Oh, yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Something to do. Not the same level of uh, interest or excitement, but it's something to do. So speaking of fantasy football, right? I was actually asked to join a league. It's kind of a you know crappy little league, and they needed a guy to join. And I'm like, sure, why n- no problem. And this is it wasn't put together well. So we go to this local bar, and we get ready to draft, and someone's late, and we're doing this. And it's just it's all shoddy, and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm gonna treat it like a mock draft. So I go through, and I'm just goofing around, and I'm thinking it's you know it's a twenty five dollar buy in. It's a tiny little league, and then at the end. One of these owners starts talking about, hey, what are we going to do for the winner? And then another owner really starts to talk about, well, what are we going to make the loser do? And then for the next 25 <laughs> minutes, all this incredibly interesting or sadistic conversation around what we would make the loser do. And I'm like, I didn't take this fucking seriously at all. And now they're saying <laughs> that I have to have a spray tan put on if I lose or get a fucking tattoo or like I, I, I just couldn't believe Suddenly, how motivating it was to not come in last place. Someone threw out, "Well, let's make sure. Let's make someone get a Brazilian wax." Do you know what a Brazilian wax mm. is, fellas? Ouch. Yeah, I do. Uh, this sounds like a cult to me. This sounds like this is a, <laughs> a, you know some some lame pretext to, right? to indoctrinate Tim into a cult. Right. So, lesson yeah. number one: take every draft seriously, fellas. You never know what you're going to step into. Number two: what should we make the loser of our league do? I think the incentive to lose isn't the incentive to not lose is not bad enough in our league. Oh, there and, you go. And so rather than all this kind of competitive spirit bullshit, stupid what, fucking clauses, yeah, right? It's like, all right, so we have to end up policing, you know, more than half the league. Fuck it. Let's just say the loser has to, and then insert what you no. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded wrong. Oh. <laughs> that's not where hey, I was going. That was also discussed oh, the night of that'll Tuesday. motivate you. I was just, I was just saying, like a blank space, you know, like uh, insert comment here. But uh, you know, of course, you dirty fuckers immediately go to the gutter. I'm all for a little trash talk, but I'm going to tell you, like a bunch of guys sitting around in a bar, like threatening to get one of them with bikini waxing. That's strange. You know, that that's a little strange. I, I don't disagree with you. It was it was a surreal experience. Yeah. Um, and uh, I will tell you, though, again, the motivation. There, there, those people exist. There's no doubt about it. They um, it's that there was a group again when I worked in sport, a guy that used to come around and we, we used to have the, the end zone seats and, and they would always be back there um, partying and, and, you know, hot chicks and lots of beer. And he was known. As, I don't even know what his real name is I, I he was known as the <laughs> dice man and uh this fucking guy would <clears throat> carry around it's a, and it wasn't like normal die. it was a big ass one big ass die um like a foam die you see you know what i mean and just carrying around with it everywhere and no it, it, they would just do crazy stupid fucking bets for no fucking read they would just stop sit down start drinking beer and start rolling the die and the loser has to blank and and yeah they were tattoos of tattoo from uh <laughs> islands like that. Uh, yeah dude had to get on the bottom of his foot <laughs> 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 
One guy had to dress up like Bigfoot and and walk across fucking 436, Joe, uh, in the middle of the fucking day. Yeah, that is a major fucking thoroughfare right there. That's not Seriously. a little kind of country piercings. Route. Yeah, it was. They were nuts, dude. There was. I I almost got into it once, and I a uh, crack. One of the one that you loser has to smoke crack. One oh time. my yeah. god! Yeah. Well, it sounds These like Johnny Knoxville. Seriously, uh, yeah, friends, yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, they exist. Wow. Yeah, those are people who, who, who are, have like, are, are, are wildly <laughs> self-destructive. They want to do terrible things to themselves and others, and they cloak it in a, well, you know, it's all right if we if we just simply roll this foam die, then, then it's all right if I brand you. You know what I mean? Come and on. if you're the one carrying the die, and you're the one instigating the roll constantly, aren't the percentages much, much higher <laughs> that you're going to have to do this stupid shit continuously throughout your life? Like, it, it, yeah. mathematically? Am I, am I not correct there? He has a, he had an entourage. There, there, he, he had an entourage. It was a, a group that, that all wanted to hang him. Maybe it was just because he was rich. He, he had... Um, um, he was a, a dot com baby. He had he had created something and and sold it and just became went from a geek to a fucking billionaire, I guess, overnight. <laughs> so he's just like any one of us if we instantly got filthy rich. That's exactly seriously, what you're and that's like, and that's what he did. That's that's he's like, okay, well, this is my new life. Give me a die. Like, <laughs> so he's seeking revenge on all the people who had bullied him all his life. <laughs> you know, now that he was wealthy, and it's like, you know what? Perhaps. All these uh, hangers Maybe it's on. It's a loaded uh, die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, you know, for fun, you know, what might be fun is uh, let's do an acid drip on our on our arm. You know, if you if, if I roll a five, one of you guys is gonna have to do an acid drip on your arm. Okay, okay. God damn. Whatever we decide, we have to keep in mind that Mike's dad's gonna have to do it for probably the next year or two, so at least. <laughs> Well, and is it going to be like a competitive spirit clause? Or are we not going to enforce it? No, this is this is definitely something we can. This is why we only have to enforce it. It's nine owners enforcing one other owner. It's the it's a whole different the, like it immediately opened in up. different states. Or oh, I can't imagine. I mean, all of us being remote. What what are we talking about here? It's not like you know uh, I have to you know trim pops's toenails or something like that. It's uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Greg would be sweating it because. He would actually go through with it. Pops would be like, "Well, fuck you guys." I'm not no, I mean, but what? What? what it has to be something we can drive do, down. Yeah, remotely in the privacy of our own home. So it's like, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? Put a GoPro on and film myself, uh, you know, lying naked in the street or something? Write that down. Put that. Put that on the Instagram page. You might get a few hits. Yeah. Don't I humiliate myself on a weekly basis already? <laughs> fuck you too. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I have to try to win Tina Marie back. I have to go back. I have to her. That won't be hard, dude. Like that yeah. that that's not hard. Yeah, it's not hard, maybe torturous. Uh, it would be torturous for you. For everyone else on the podcast, it'd be like, all right, yeah, okay. Um You have to let her listen first, then okay. try to get her back. But but <laughs> but then wait, guys, I, I actually I actually thought of this even more and I thought in this league, we tend to find these kind of crazy ways to do it. And and we have a pretty active trading league. So then think about if the guy that's heading for last place could trade the punishment, right, for a guy that wants to sell his soul to win it all and, and have a, a, like a completely imbalanced trade go, but knowing that he is going to have to clip Pop's toenails and eat them. 
when he's done. Oh, right? like, shit. No, let <laughs> me wait. wait. Well, how, does, how will that work? Like, if I'm heading towards last place, who's going to trade? Like, I'm going to say, oh, I'll give you my best player, Tim, if you take my if punishment. If you take yeah. this, too. Yeah, yes. like, basically, yeah. Uh, take the punishment, but I get yeah. Vladimir. Here's McCutcheon. I get Vladito. And, uh, you know, I get, like, your three top, like, young guys. Just so you, you're like, I don't have to be in last place. But I but, eat a ravioli stuff with my pubic hair. Oh, <laughs> jeez! <laughs> I said this. I need to get this. I, 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 I need like, get this packet dry ice. <laughs> you know, we should, right, we should ask. We're in full '90s radio <laughs> mode. <laughs> we folks. should ask Bonker Nation to just kind of somehow reach out to us and tell us what what would be the oh. worst thing that the loser would have to do. Again, sure. remotely though, and be able to demonstrate that they'd actually done it. Skype. So you guys are you guys are awful. <laughs> the reality is, Greg, is that you're about the furthest from anyone else. Everyone else is within a two hour drive. True. What are you talking about I'm the furthest. You're you're in the Scott, I mean, Scotty's right here. Oh, you, you live near somebody. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, there actually yeah. could be a, 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 a that makes sense. A, an official, right? Or you know, I guess they would also be considered Put Joe and a Greyhound up to Knoxville. <laughs> observe me. Uh, you know. you there, know. There's there, there's very few I'll, I'll drive. Greg's going to shard his pants at a restaurant. And Joe's a Greyhound on his way up to see it. I I'm, stop just, at I'm trying to pick up some uh, toppings for you. Yeah. Oh. I'm trying to think of, of a situation or a, or a place where you couldn't videotape whatever it is that has to be done. I mean, we are in a digital world now. I think it doesn't really matter where you are. If, oh, as yeah. Long as whatever yeah, we're it gonna, is. Not only yeah. are we going to humiliate one another, we're going to we're gonna do it in a way that makes it live forever. <laughs> you know? There you go. See, the trick is that you got to find on, something I was that's... on YouTube 3 last night, and I saw a video, <laughs> and it kind of looked like you and your pictures from your middle-aged years. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was me, little Katie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't wait till next year's draft when, you know, what lively debate we had last year surrounding the proposed rule changes. And it's like, all right, and item number four on the docket, uh, the proposal that this year's loser uh, shaves his ass at a public library. Uh, <laughs> let's debate it. The four of us and maybe Scotty are the only ones who would agree to that. No way. Any other of those guys agree to anything? It would. Yeah, there's, there's plenty a, of shit that I wouldn't agree to. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys are awful, man. You, Tim started talking about it, and I'm thinking, what? I got to wear a Yankees jersey that says "Tim's bitch" on the back. Okay, yeah. I'll do that for laughs. That's but you guys start, are talking dude. about. Uh, you can wear that while we video. I would not even consider. <laughs> Within two minutes, we were on smoking crack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. That is funny. Wow. No, that's not happening. You sick bastards. Well, all that laughing really parched my, <laughs> parched my throat. I'm going to go kill and bury a drifter. I'm going to go ahead Joe's going to be like, oh, Joe, that's a, the Joe's going to be all over that. Yeah, that sounds pretty good, I think. <laughs> I did just, I did just change the He's going to start trading away at all blue chip today. prospects. <laughs> I, I just want to say this may be the tightest, most polished segment that we have ever done. There you go. Ha, 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 ha.
Trying to party, let me see you raise your There's hand. There's a party on Fifth Ave. Party on Fifth Ave. If you're trying to go, if you're trying to go, I can be there in like 20. I'm a monk and then come running 'cause we gotta hit the road. We gotta hit the road. Make sure you got a clean shirt, clean pants, new shoes. Show us what you buy there, you choose. There's a party on Fifth Ave tonight, and that's what I'm trying to do. Hey, what's the difference between me? Welcome back, bots. And uh, you know it was it was quite ironic that your favorite team to break down the fights that happen in MLB softball and badminton and any other sport that we find some uh, good fisticuffs being thrown. We we announce our two week hiatus, our our well earned vacation and break from the hard work that is Atlas Bacht. And there were two fights one night after the other. And the first fight that really kind of caught my eye was the Yasiel Puig Nick Hundley fight. It was a fight. I mean, this this was one that there was actually, I guess, some pugilistic elements, maybe not not a full-on fight. MLB put a video up on YouTube. It's the 5-minute 58 video. I will actually put this on the Facebook, the Atlas Boss Facebook. If you go to 2 minutes and 19 seconds and you watch a slow motion, what looks like to be an actual knockout punch and and actually almost like a tyson like crouch by puig as if he's he's coming around the Ooh, yeah. he's at the third base coach and then you watch in slow motion it's a slap to the cage of the helmet i mean it was it was talk about wrestling wrestling was the perfect thing that was like a, a, a wwe <laughs> move like what you know what on earth is that going to do and i i wondered did puig want to really smack this guy in the face and realize that there was a mask on him and then opened his hand or was he just going to slap him anyway like a like a hockey player yeah there's true ferocity on his face when he's um crouched down and you see grandal and another guy diving to to stop him um and uh but then i'm like wait his hand is open he looks almost like a submarine pitcher as his wind up is coming through and then just bink. you know my my initial reaction when i saw that 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 punch being or that slap being thrown to him i initially thought that that must be buster posey (laughs) that posey had suited up with his catcher's mask and gear and run out into the field you know to to lend support but fully armored (laughs) you know (laughs) i you know uh, watching this it um it's funny because i didn't know um who was behind the plate for so it took me about eight seconds in um to realize it wasn't posey because as soon as Puig started running his mouth, Hunley actually stood up. So at that point, I knew it wasn't Posey. Ironically, if you, um, and I know it, they showed it a couple of times, so it's not two minutes and, and 53 minute, you know, seconds into the fight, but <clears throat> 253 into the video, if you guys check it out, uh, from the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see the most surprising thing of the entire evening Old 28 comes running in, Posey, 
and now watch him from that point on and you'll see that he doesn't even put two hands on a person <laughs> at the same time the entire time he runs around the circle at one point he gets stuck between a player and the and the net and it looks like he's going to start he starts to panic a little bit and starts to shove his way through uh, it's a uh, fucking awesome. We still got to mess with fucking Posey in this. It's uh this guy just cannot figure out how to defend his, uh, his teammates. I love. Okay. So I'm at the, uh, 307 mark, 305, 307 mark. That's where Hunter Pence essentially <laughs> climbs onto Hunley's back and rides him like a bucking steer, uh, <laughs> off camera to the right. I mean, look at it. He he doesn't have his arms wrapped around him. He's not holding him back, like he's he's riding Nick Hunley, and presumably Hunley could have, you know, carried Pence back into the melee. But something about having Hunter Pence on your back, I think, must freak a person out. And so he 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 dashed off down the first baseline. It was like around three hundred five, three hundred eight of the fight. Yeah, but that yeah, I mean that that was essentially it. It, it he just he fouled off a, a good pitch. And and was mad at himself, and Hunley must have said something at that point, and um, and then that was it. He just he he got pissed off and, and went out. There was no us versus them situation in this one. It was just uh, one guy being mad and another guy. I, again, you don't know what was said, but you got to think that at some point that that Hunley must have said something like you said. You know, come on, little bitch. No, that's what that's what Hunley said. He said. Oh, is Hunley it? Told, oh, okay. yes. Hunley said, I told him, quit complaining, get back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> you know? The funniest thing to me is that at one point, right after Puig shoves him and they start, everybody starts mobbing, Hunley looks like the world's greatest offensive lineman, just holding everybody off as he's backing up and backing up and backing up until he gets mashed up against the screen. <laughs> he does. That's right. That overhead shot at about 30 seconds in. Yeah, and then someone takes him down. Um, uh, Bellinger, I think. Oh, is it Bellinger? And uh, and I got to tell you, these these first base and third base coaches are looking solid. I mean, no longer do we have those nice kind of you know rotund coaches. We're seeing guys that are jacked up that are doing CrossFit. You know, um, are are just muscled up and are just throwing these guys around. I mean, their their job is definitely changing. Well, I think I think they've listened to us and they're they're getting everybody ready for the designated goon. Well, no, nobody wants to be the next Don Zimmer getting tossed around by skinny Pedro Martinez. You know, five foot nine. Uh, That was pure leverage. What Martinez did, he was just getting out of the way and letting letting uh, letting gravity take over. (laughs) Yeah, letting that head plate. Top, yeah. make him top heavy and make him fall over. I'm watching it again. You're right. You're right, Joe. Uh, Hunley looks like Aragorn, you know, facing off against a bunch of orcs uh, defending Helm's Deep, you know? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Where's Jack go? I, I don't know. I didn't even see him. There leave, he is. Actually. There's Jack. Jack, <laughs> come back. Sit down, Jack. It's okay. Get in your it's chair. Like, it's like the Easter Bunny. Yeah. To coax him back down to his chair. <laughs> It's all right. Come on, that a boy. Good job. You're like dan- you're like uh, two socks on Dances with Wolves, or gonna coax you back into your seat. I I actually thought two socks was a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Yeah. Rapper or Indian? <laughs> or, so, or he's a wolf. Or a new game. Uh, so then he's we... we uh, <laughs> I don't know if Two Sox sang the national anthem at this game in Atlanta, but we also had, um, the day before that uh, benches clearing brawl, we had uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. hit by a pitch from Jose Urena. Um, I, I think I'm saying that right. I almost said yeah. urethra the first time, and then I said urenia. Um, uh, this was another one where uh, there was some there was some pretty heated uh, uh, back and forth here. And and I, I I will say there are a couple more rotund coaches, and I don't know if that maybe led to the fact that the the fighting wasn't as intense or as fierce. While we're watching, I'm glad you mentioned your urethra, Tim, because that might be uh, a good thing to focus in on for our losers' punishment. Something to do with the urethra. That might be. Oh my! Uh, I thought we were going to make a bad joke you know, about Aretha Franklin. <laughs> no, oh, uh, no, no, no. I, I was going to go there, but I figured if I just paused for a few seconds, Joe would. I'm get not. I'm thinking <laughs> catheter, urethra, uh, punishment. And once again, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> There will be no penetrating of my body for punishments. Not for punishments. For for a fun Saturday night, sure, but not for punishments. So this is the, this is the situation. He had hit a home run to start the game, right, for three straight games mm. against them, right? I think it was five yeah. straight. Oh, yeah, against them. I think he had like five in a row. Yeah, then, I mean, we would have celebrated Bob Gibson doing that. You that's know? What, immediately what I thought of, Greg. That's so funny you said that. Now. What's really interesting is if, if you go to um, 215 in the Major League Baseball video, um, essentially what it is, it's a camera that is on the Braves' dugout. So it's right on the steps where they would come up out of the dugout to go onto the field. And at 215, you'll see. Who was that guy who popped out? I don't there? know, but that's the thing. And right? there's another guy just leapt over the rail. So, right, but this is what's crazy. He's like, this is it. boom, this guy's gone. Like, he's out there. And then this guy leaps. What are the other guys doing? What's Freeman doing right there? He, well, I, I mean, what's thinking, he looking yeah. at that he's not seeing? And then he lumbers over. Like, come oh, on, oh, Freddie. Are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they're looking at it saying, well, you know, is there a chance that, that was just a pitch that got away? You know, are we, are we going to classify this, fellas, as an affront to our team? Or is this just a baseball play that, you know, to start the game? And, and Well, the, there's one know, dude who, who definitely – classified it immediately and was out of the dugout like, oh yeah uh, him running out <laughs> i don't think he was on deck and scrambling to get to the on deck circle he looked like he was just ready to go it's like the outlaw josie wales you know when uh, josie <laughs> runs into those four confederate or those four union soldiers and he has to decide which one he you know shoots first and he was like oh that one had crazy eyes and, you know and the, <laughs> I figured him to make the first move, and that was that the Braves equivalent was that fucking guy who's like, "Fuck this, I'm not, you know, I don't care if that was intentional or not. I'm rushing out onto the field, and I'm going to, uh, you know, by doing that, create a fight." That's great, man. That was his player weekend shirt. That was his nickname, Crazy Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the cool thing is, right? So if you get out there at uh, three forty-two in the video. Snitaker's pissed off the Braves manager. He is super, super hot, and he's going after the umpires. And then the um, uh, Walt Weiss is there too. Yeah, and and then uh, is it? I don't know who. It's Real Muto, Real Muto, who gets into it with uh, Snitaker. And then we have a, a 
this this quorum. They look like if they were in togas, that would be in ancient Greece, and someone would be trying to convince them <laughs> to go to go fight the Spartans, right? You know, but but we're going to talk yeah. about it, right? What's you know? what's thirty four doing to thirty three's back there? That looks like a yeah. loving caress on the backside. Yeah. What he's uh, a little lumbar issue. He knows <laughs> he knows it's standing there. You know, on an even ground on the mound is not good for him. So. Was he was he attempting the tickle defense? Which we yeah, it might have been. Back to this thirty four thirty three thing. What is this? He's he's hold, <laughs> look seriously. What time? What he's time holding, it's like he's Where holding his belt loop or something. He is with what his left hand, like a boyfriend uh, and girlfriend. Three fifty, right in that same three fifty two. He's holding his belt. Reed walks up. He grabs. 33's belt with his left hand 33 moves over so he lets go and then grabs it with his right hand maybe maybe 33 is known to be a fucking hothead and he yeah, exactly. jump into it he's just it's like get out there and fucking hold minter that's probably something the bullpen coach told him was like hey when you go if there's a fight uh you're in charge of minter so yeah, uh grab his belt grab him by his belt loop <laughs> pause it on 415 there's a bunch of Marlins players. We've got Dean, Steckenridge, Ortega, Sierra, and Graves. Yeah. But then look at the guy in the sweatshirt. Look at that fucking haircut. It's awesome. <laughs> it's like a mohawk afro. It is yeah. awesome. It looks like the um the back he's the lead singer from uh, Living Color. You know, like <laughs> Oh, Corey Glover. And speaking of hair, if you go all the way to the right, that guy has the worst fucking hair I've ever seen. Same, same scene, same shot. Yeah, yeah, yep. Just to yeah. the right, there's Actually, one other guy a without a like hat on. It's, it's like a, it, it's like a baby Trump. Actually, it looks like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Put a, put a base in his hands, and it's Billy Sheehan. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> anybody breaks down fights with the level of detail that you just or hair have. that is i'm going you know, guys i'm going to nominate acuña for a little for a posy pussy award though i mean the way he's like okay you got hit on you got drilled on the hip i get i get you being mad but you didn't charge arena you're just wandering around the infield like you know rubbing your hip making you know gesticulations wildly about how hurt you are it's like all right dude you you got drilled you know you're a good player they don't you get used to it pal I thought he got hit on the hand. Did it was I miss the elbow. It? He got hit in the, oh, elbow, the elbow, but his elbow was dropping down, so it was in the the left hip, hip area, um, and that was the fear that he got hit with, um, you know, in an elbow, which has obviously got a lot of moving parts. Um, but he's it. clearly all right. He's just wandering around, you know, uh, drumming up drama. <laughs> so we have Ronald Acuna. Uh, who who is able to get in and play the next inning? I mean, he exactly. He, uh, He's fine. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, the, with the with the moaning and the grabbing and the, you know, come on, take it like a man. You know, exactly. in Bob Gibson's day, you would have thanked him for hitting you. <laughs> At one point, it looked like he was getting ready to take a dump on the infield, <laughs> squatting down there like Jesus. grabbing stuff. Uh, now funny. that would have been cause for a suspension. <laughs> I would like to go back and and can can I nominate Posey again? Sure. Because again, like first of all, how was I able to to find him in that mass of of craziness going on? And the answer is, you just I wanted to find him. Away. Yeah, I, I looked on the outskirts of the actual skirmish. 
for a guy that was like bouncing around like a little bitch. And there he was like, it's amazing. <laughs> and his ability to, to actually try to, I'm, I mean, I'm sure he probably received a, a letter or two. I know I wrote one uh, from his last <laughs> situation. So I'm sure he tried to act as if this time that he was like, no, I'm, I was trying to get in it this time. But again, just very skillfully, dances around the edge of the skirmish without actually getting involved. And then, as I said, the one time he, he gets backed up against the, 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 uh, the net a little bit, it looks like he starts to panic. Like, okay. <laughs> oh my God, sir, I'm actually going to have to fight. He did. Are you uh, saying if he was in a Kevin Costner movie, his, his Indian name would be dances with relief pitchers. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he had season ending surgery uh, on his hip. Posey yeah, yeah. is out. Hips don't yeah. lie. <laughs> <laughs> Two points for you, Greg. Thank you. I'm still enjoying the Marlins Braves fight at 6:03. Donnie Baseball comes trotting out from the the dugout to basically scold the umpires about whatever they're discussing. He's like pointing at one of them. He's like you, and then he's like you. He's pointing at you know, look 602. Okay. 602, 603, he comes charging out. And he's like, oh, no, you motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes over to the other umpire. He's like, yeah, and you, and you motherfucker. Like, look at him. He's, he's yelling them both. Like, I'm Donnie fucking baseball. <laughs> you know who I am? He's, he, he, I mean, he's alternately pointing at that guy and then that guy and then that guy and then that guy. <laughs> awesome. you, know, uh, you and you. One day I want to see a manager like poke the umpire in the chest and the umpire just takes a swing at him, just punches him right in the face in a brawl between the manager and the, the umpire. That would be something. That's something we yeah. haven't had yet. I want to see the hot dog guy and the beer guy get into it. <laughs> Is that a regular occurrence in Philadelphia, Jack? <laughs> That's not nice. Okay, well, this beer guy is going to go get himself another beer. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll be back in a minute or so. And as we as as we build to the end of the season, one of the things that uh, Greg and Jack were supposed to be working on, they had a little trouble 
keeping focus, but we're supposed mm-hmm. to be working on what the categories were that we were going to do the end of the year award show. I mean, the, the, the first category that I've been hearing is Jack talking about which players have the highest HQ in the major leagues. And uh, longtime listeners will know that is the handsomeness quotient. So Jack, um, who I, I, we just discovered, keeps a list of the highest HQ players every year and has for the last 20 plus years. Is under, his share, under his pillow. Under his pillow. We're going to go ahead and talk about it right now. So uh, Detective, what do you got? My team wasn't in the playoffs, so I had plenty of time to sit around and try to think about who the best-looking players are in each position. <laughs> in each position. Uh, yeah, I have the, uh, we, we actually have the nominees for the Doggy? all HQ team by position. Um, so, I, again, did, did my best in doing some research. I uh, uh, shared it with Greg, and, and Greg um, had a couple additions. Um, some he was really passionate about. Uh, and then uh, so we figured we'd share that with you guys HQ and see if HQ. you had any any additions before we make our, our final decision on the position by position all HQ team 2018. Okay. So um, at catcher, catcher is a tough one. There are a couple of tough <laughs> positions. There's a lot of ugly catchers. Um, so catcher, we have um, we had no choice but to include Buster Posey. It does make sense if you think about it because he's so pretty and he stays pretty by the fact that he doesn't ever put himself in danger. So our nominees at catcher are Buster Posey and uh, Francisco Cervelli uh, are two nominees. So again, um, you two, Tim and uh, Joe, feel free to jump in at any time. I I can attest as a a Pittsburgher and a Pirates fan that the girls love Francisco Cervelli in Pittsburgh. I know a number of actual personal friends who are in love with Francisco Cervelli, and they're awkwardly they're married to other friends of mine, but they <laughs> that they love Francisco Cervelli and in his walk up music. I think this is going to put him over the top. Do you, any of you guys know what his walk up music is? He loves big bucks. Nope, that's Amore by Dean Martin. Oh, is Francisco oh, Cervelli's walk up. Oh. All right. All right. All right. I'm liking it. It does too. give him an extra. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I will say and, that for all American classic good looks and, and a, a pretty good uh, HQ, in my opinion, um, is uh, Real Muto on, on Miami. If you take a, a look at him, he's, you know, he's got that strong chin. He's got the little, you know, Magnum PI dimple right there. And, uh, you know, nice I think fella. he's, uh, you know, mm. handsome fella. So I'd like to, I'd like to put him on there. You could, you know, we obviously, can, we, I'm not in charge of setting up the category, so I'll leave that to Greg. And no, well, Jack. no, that was that was as um, as intense of a description as why someone should be on here <laughs> as we've had thus far. So he definitely should be. We will add it, Mr. Real Muto. Uh, start the uh, start the papers for the order of protection immediately. <laughs> First base, it came down to, uh, and again, we basically came down to a couple of guys for each position. Outfield, we have a few. Uh, first base came down to uh, Eric Hosmer, the uh, the chiseled one, and uh, and and Paulie Goldie Goldschmidt uh, were the two guys that I came up with or that we came up with. So again, feel free to uh, add, subtract, uh, share your opinions. But at this point, that's the best we could do. Let's just roll through these. I, I'm, I'm, those are I can't object to those. Second base. 
Second base was interesting. We got a young guy and old guy. Um, uh, second base, I uh, added Javier Baez. Yes, he's uh, oh, yeah, he's absolutely yeah, yep. Latin good old kid. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Robinson Cano, um, mm-hmm. guy you know doesn't look a shitload older than Javier Baez at this point. He's twice his fucking age. Uh, shortstop, all American. Cano's fifty. Damn, uh, <laughs> close to it, probably. All American uh, uh, kid. The uh, the the uh, the epitome of L.A. Dodger Corey Seager, uh, shortstop, and uh, and then we added Carlos Correa. Uh, so again, a couple. Of Ooh, what about Manny? Fellas, there. What about Manny? Guys, thoughts for shortstop? shortstop. Yeah, shortstop. I think you guys watch baseball way differently than I do. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I've never even seen Cervelli. I think. Oh my gosh, he's gorgeous. Most of the guys you're talking about are goofy looking motherfuckers. Oh, dreamy. Uh, Describe what you think would be hot. Um, I'm I'm thinking a combination of of the three of you actually. <laughs> oh, that would be <laughs> that would be incredibly goofy. God. Yes, I don't I don't know what feature you could take from any one of us and put it together with another feature from any one of us. That would <laughs> I don't know, but I can honestly say I've never watched a baseball game and said, "Wow, that guy's really handsome." Well, Joe, oh, I mean, honestly, let, say that. Look, Joe, let, Joe, it's a, it's a trust treat, Joe. Joe, <clears throat> we're not asking you to to wax poetically. I, I will say, I, th- I think of all the guys you've you've mentioned so far, Eric Hosmer has got to go. That is one ugly okay. motherfucker. All right. Well, there you go. Well, who would you replace? How about him with? that? Who would you? Who would you? Replace I, what are him with? what are my choices? Well, any first baseman in the Major League Baseball. Well, how about uh, what? Uh, who's the guy I've got on my team? Bellinger. We'll put him on there. C- Cody is a. He's got at those. least he at least he pulled down the catcher in the fight. That's pretty handsome quality. It is, it's a very handsome quality. He's got that Jimmy Stewart kind of very slender, tall. Can you do a Jimmy Stewart impression, Joe? Oh. I cannot. Oh, Mary, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, we've got some great impressions. We have that some great awesome. impressions on this fucking podcast. I'm the luckiest man in the world, Barry. <laughs> that was to finish awesome. out the infield. <laughs> I just sent, I just sent Joe a picture of Francisco Cervelli. Did you send him to all of us? Yeah, I did. You guys know what he looks like. Third base. Oh my God, he's look at that guy. Yeah, he's a fucking model. Jesus Christ. That's actually that's a beautiful shot in the stadium too. Yeah, he looks like he looks like Tim. A slender, highly idealized. Actually, he looks like somebody else. Oh, all right. Yeah, but he's not wearing socks. That's kind of gross. <laughs> We're slowly piecing together Joe's standards yeah. for handsomeness. Right, right, right. We went from <laughs> I don't even fucking pay attention to these guys to now he's fucking breaking down their hygiene habits. I mean, look at the shape of his face. He's got like a a triangle chin, and then the top of his head tapers off into a parallelogram. That's just goofy looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me that's it's not like true. Bill Nye's match game. <laughs> F- finishing up the infield, third base. Is that Tammy laughing in the background? That was <laughs> <That's great. laughs> Chris Bryant, Nolan Arenado. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I haven't seen either of them either. <laughs> that might be the, the best looking position overall, actually, by um uh outfield. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Hold on. I don't think we're done on third base. Okay. 
Well, I, I, to me personally, I would add Adrian Beltre. I think that that oh, uh, yeah. he's got a hell of a smile. He's got a fantastic yeah. build. He's he's been a player that's played for a long time, and he's got a smile that I'm sure lights up a clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, I agreed with that too. Enthusiastically, uh, you guys I? are fucking killing me. <laughs> uh, all right, I've never smile. seen Whit Merrifield, but with a name like that, he's got to be classically handsome. Whit, Whit is actually uh, right now. Joe, he's, he's got to be. He's got to like have that uh, rich parents, the the sort of wavy blonde hair frat boy. Whit's right? got a set of eyebrows on him that are pretty friggin' phenomenal. Hmm. Like caterpillars or. Hey, just take a look and you you can see. Actually, I can show you a picture of him without a shirt on if that would help. No. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Definitely, definitely wrong. It says to Tim. The memories. <laughs> it's literally, I just searched. Uh, yes, with, that would help. That I would just, help. I swear to God, <laughs> guys, I searched. on his eyebrows. If you, <laughs> if you search with if you search Whit Merrifield and and you look at images on Google, there is a Whit Merrifield appearance on Japanese game show, and he's there with a knockout smile and no shirt. I, it's just, it's, I'm just, I'm just as I search it. It might beg to differ on his team photo. I mean, he he's got strong eyebrows, but uh, okay. right in the middle on both of them at the top, there's a little bit of trimming that should be happening there that isn't. You got a manscape. You want the award? Yeah. Just a little too much. Okay. All right. Yeah, and hey, besides, I'm... Joe can't nominate somebody he's never fucking yeah, exactly. seen. <laughs> Just trying to participate. Let's move this signal. <laughs> yeah. we, I, I respect Jack's. Uh, we know that Jack did his research. Let's hear. This was so much easier out. when when Joe didn't give a shit. Let's hear the man out. <laughs> he's a good-looking kid, but his eyebrow game needs work, Tim. That's all I'm saying. Okay. He does not make the cut. Well, no, that's my opinion. Look, I'm going to send you guys what I'm talking about here. Look at his eyebrows at the top and the center of both of them. There's just a little too much going on up there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I can tell you somebody else had a bad eyebrow game, but that would be mean of me because he's one of my exes who I've talked about on this. What podcast. position does Maryfield play anyway? Second base? All of them. Oh. All right, we'll, we'll oh, maybe we should have a super utility, utility guy. Okay. <laughs> utility guy, wit. Eyebrows, no shirt, Merrifield. And that was, right. He's that the dreamiest dreamboat. Kiki Hernandez would might be a good addition yes, for that. Yes. Uh, for that category too, Jack, for utility guy. Alvio's a little tougher. Um, so I came up one, two, three, four, five. We came up with seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven guys. So, okay. um, <clears throat> of course, Andrew Benatendi yeah. and Bryce Harper. Oh, old heavy yeah. legs himself. Yeah, the the GQ uh, Harper was really the our our first GQ spokesperson, and it's got to uh, be on that list. That's has for passed sure. the torch on to Ben Attendee. Yeah, those those were one and two, Harper and Ben Attendee. They have to be um, <clears throat> George Springer. Yeah, okay. Aaron Judge. Oh yeah, yep. Mike Stanton. Come on, Aaron Judge is one of the goofiest motherfuckers who've ever, who's ever lived. He is an ugly motherfucker. We just need you to replace him, Joe. Matt Kemp. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my Matt god, Kemp. Matt Kemp for sure. JD Martinez. Yeah. yeah. That is my seven. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a solid list. I can't find fault with that. Now, what about McCutch here? I think McCutch is one hell McCutch of a good is, list. Yeah, you know, honestly, I, I was thinking that, too. I, yeah, I like that's my replacement for Judge. That's your, I like I, it better I with his spreads, but I, I still think he's a great-looking guy. Hey, looks like I'm okay with that. I'm okay, okay with that. All right. Um, <laughs> DH, the only position in Major League Baseball that's uglier than catcher is DH. <laughs> Uh, next to DH, I have question mark Otani. What about Nelson Cruz? I mean, again, by default, Nelson Cruz. Yeah, Otani. I think those are two good, solid, uh, good, yep. solid picks for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, and then and Nelson uh, Cruz is pretty attractive. I think he's a good-looking guy. Um, and then we just did pitchers, uh, and we came up with um, Noah Syndergaard. Uh, you Darvish, and who is the guy you wanted to add? Derek Greg? Rodriguez. There you go. I- Yvonne Rodriguez's son. Let's put it this way: whoever Yvonne Rodriguez married and procreated with to produce Derek Rodriguez must, <laughs> must be a fucking hot. Uh, uh, eighteen on a scale of one to ten. Because <laughs> Pudge, no offense, but yeah. you know, yeah. you and me, buddy, aren't winning any uh, any male beauty contest. But mm-hmm. his son is super attractive. <laughs> so that's it. Wait, we wait. Did it. you Oop. add Bartolo Colon? Oh. No. <laughs> oh. Just the 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 everyman handsomeness. <laughs> you gotta you gotta have someone in there for <laughs> for the common man, right? <laughs> the common man. That's right. <laughs> oh, you know what we didn't pick though, Jack, is a manager. Should oh. we have an on field manager? Huh. Well, I think Donnie Baseball should be nominated for that. Not Clint Hurdle, that's for damn sure. Uh, Dave Roberts? Who else? Who are we talking about? Gabe Kapler's pretty good. Oh, Gabe guy. Kapler. Oh, yeah, I think he would win, actually. He's fucking the same age as half of these guys playing still. Yeah. Joe? <laughs> I'm looking at I'm chomping. <laughs> Joe likes Mike Sosha. Like, why the fuck are you guys sending me all these pictures of... of... <laughs> Because we want Joe wants to not make Connie Mack. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is Derek Rodriguez? He's Yvonne Rodriguez's son. He's a relief pitcher. He's a no, okay. starter so, for the Giants. So I have pictures of, of a dark haired Noah Syndergaard now all over my phone. Yeah. You're it's, welcome. It's horrible. 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 <laughs> Jack, are you still mad about Aaron Judge getting excluded? It hurts a little bit, but I'll get over it. Okay. The sad part is you have to keep that in there because it's the only one I chimed in on. No, I know. Actually, I'm excited about it because you went from not giving a shit to like passionately <laughs> fucking passionate. bashing my fucking choices that I took so long. I looked at him from the right side. I looked at him from the left side. I looked at him straight on. No, he no froze the TV no. and he imagined what they would look like in 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 without their uniforms on. Right. Yeah, I actually, I, yeah, I would pause the TV and then I set up a nice dinner for two, right in front of the television, and then we had I had a nice conversation. And Judge was actually one of the sweeter players that I interviewed. Did he Very hold nice you I think that's the loser's punishment. Actually, is whoever was the worst team in the league next year has to have dinner with Jack. And talk about this category. <laughs> See, strangely, <laughs> I'm not out on that one. That sounds fun. Yeah. Goes back in. 
Like on Valentine's Day. Dinner with Jack. Talk about this. Currently open. And like with like eight by ten glossies of the guys. You know, and like uh, (laughs) straighten cards at the dinner table. If you see see the jawline here. So guys, I I have a special guest right now who you you might maybe you want to talk to her about this segment that we're planning for the final show and see if she thinks it's a good idea. But I think she should vote on him, too. Yeah. Here you go. Here you are. You have to put these on. Sounds like a trick, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Is that how we got you to marry him? (laughs) Hi, fellas. How are you? Hi, Tam. How are you? I'm good. I miss you guys. All I I love Sunday nights because I hear nothing but belly laughter coming from up here. (laughs) Well, Tam, Tim wanted us to share with you uh, for our season-ending episode, we're going to hand out some awards. The first annual Balkies are going to be going out. The Balkies. I like it. And so one of the things in Jack's work, this has been a labor of love with for Jack for this last two weeks. It's not um, really work, but. It's right. That's true. <laughs> um, Jack has compiled a list with some a little bit of help, but mostly on his own, of the most handsome players at every position in baseball. I like it. So Tim was wants us to ask you: Do you think it's a good idea that in, among the other awards we'll hand out uh, in our final episode, is it is it fine to you know nominate at first base and nominate three players and then we'll announce a winner? I like it. And that way, the all HQ team. You know what HQ is, don't you? I do not. Handsomeness quotient. It's the a handsomeness it's a, quotient. It's a statistic that we uh, we created here we on this created. podcast year That's one. Right. Are you guys worried at all that people might start uh, questioning the podcast? Joe is. What do you mean, like questioning it? Like that you're guys grading are just handsome dead guys. Wrong. Yeah, the, the, I thought you meant questioning like our our taste in men. Right. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. said those, uh, those aren't the best looking guys. Yes. These are N- the Nolan best Arenado. Guys. What Those about Eugenio are... Suarez? He's oh way handsome. Would you get in trouble if you gave like a douchebag award? We are going to. Well, we it's a oh. pussy for players. Award. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to give the biggest right. pussy of the year. Although it's not restricted to players. Uh, you know, Jack and I have each won that award on different weeks. So. Proudly, it's the posy, and I actually yeah. thought that it was called something else. The posy pussy award. <laughs> I promise to have my Bacher beer commercial ready by the end of the by the end of the season. Very good. I'm pretty excited. Um, I miss you guys. Yeah, I like the idea. I like the idea of the uh, HQ awards. Um, have we ever done anything for the umpires? Like, who has the best strike call? Who's got the highest kick? I mean, some of those guys are really good. <laughs> that's a thought. Yeah, that's you know, I that's like a whole that. avenue of the set of the show we haven't explored. Maybe that's a new segment See? for next year. It's pretty incredible when you think about baseball too. That. You know, in the NFL, there's so many immediate, um, hi, Joe, immediate um, instant replays and reviewing of the play. But 99% of the time, I think the umpires get it right. And that is rapid action that they're witnessing. It's pretty incredible. Right. Agreed. Although they, I think they just went with it 99% of the time. Now that they are getting some some um, replays, it's probably a little closer to 97. But, yeah, no, I agree that it is ridiculous Still a pretty good how well they do. Right? I agree 100%. As like fast them. as that shit moves. Right? What do they get paid? Impressive. Anybody know? Good money. What yeah. The, good, the high up guys do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a pretty I mean, cool it's gig, the, don't you think? 
as soon as you're out of the major mm-hmm. leagues, then it drops considerably. But yeah, the major league guys make good money. That I reminds me. That. I think somebody just got tossed out of a game. Some some batter for arguing balls and strikes, and he. Did we talk about this? That he told the umps, you know, you're gonna get. Can't wait for you guys to get replaced by computers or something like that. <laughs> Who was That's that? Awesome. I wish I had that kind of power That's in really life. True. Like I could just call out assholes when I needed to. Like, hey, you have to get out of Target because you're nothing but a bitch. I right. wish yeah. I could say that to people. Right. I'm gonna get better some, at that. You have some bad experiences at Target. <laughs> you know, I just Target feel like there's like very... an awful lot of bad experiences going on in the world, and um. I'm going to be one of the people that stands up for someone that no one else will. Cool. Good for you. I think all you guys would do the same thing. I'm looking at the, uh, looking at this week's playoff game there. That's a little stressful, gentlemen. Not for me and Greg. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Nor for me. Jeff I called it Thursday. Not for me and Greg. Oh, my God. I love you guys. I'll let Tim get back on the phone. I actually just delivered supper. And he's like, hey, you want to say hi? Oh. I love you guys. I love you all so much. Thanks a lot. Now Greg's going to have to go get something to eat. He always sympathy eats with Tim. (laughs) I I, I mean, Tim eats so loudly. I feel like I'm having a meal. (laughs) I think you guys should really do. I really think you should do. I think that you should seriously consider what's Tim eating, figuring out um, where to meet next year to go see an MLB game in a park that none of you have been to. Sounds good to me. I think that would be a super fun weekend for you guys. I support it. I'll make it happen if you want me to. I'm down with that. I'm not kidding. Like, we could do something. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I can go anywhere. Close enough. And I'm sure that, you know, uh, everybody has enough points that they could get someone else where they needed to if they had to. But how much fun would that be? It would be great. All right. I love you. I love you. I love you. I miss you. Oh, it was Zobris. <laughs> it was Ben Zobris who did it, Jack. Oh. He got tossed out of the game because he told the umpires, like, I can't wait for you guys to get replaced by computers. And they, awesome. they tossed him for it. And probably true. I mean, yeah. it's now, like I said, now it's it's weird when, when you know, they make a, a bad call. You know, they call a ball and then they show it to you. You're like, oh, okay, well, fuck, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> Tammy loved the idea, Tim. You show her a picture of Whit Merrifield and ask her if he's actually handsome or not. No, but I do, now that I've seen it, agree with Greg on the eyebrows. Yeah, it's, like, it's a, little, a little bit of tough. A little right? manscaping we need there. Yeah. Ooh, I just got asked out via text live on the air, buddy. Buddies. Is she human? Oh, That's right. See ya. All right, boys. I'll, I'll talk to you all next week. It's been great. Uh, uh, Greg and Jack, shitty work during the last two weeks, but uh, it sounds you. like you pulled it together just like you always do. Absolutely. And, uh, I'm easily distracted. <laughs> That's a, Greg will have a good story for us next week. Yeah, yeah. If you guys would shut the fuck up, I might. Later. Go I'm get that guy. Just, just signed off. All right. <laughs> Joe. I'm going to oh. go sob into my cigar. Tell me get there and five when I'm running behind I try and live a little, go and have a little fun You only young ones, all the hating have you dumb 
If life a joke, then I'm waiting for the pun. You all about the beef with me, I'm about to bun the bread. Cause I was just a little knucklehead. Now I got my shit together, spitting what they fucking with. If they ain't, it's great. No attention to the hate, nothing changed. Still cutting up, Henny's still my drink. I'm still the same old dude, now I'm making moves. It's like everything I do, front page news. I ain't playing in this game to lose. I want it all, no secret. The change they can when keep I get it. Old, I'ma be real cool. Sitting on the porch with a fresh pair of shoes. Whole bunch of stories for the neighborhood kids. Tell them to believe they'll be making it big. Better never to question every lesson that's in store See, it's a blessing that I'm getting through the door The money gon' fall when it rain and pour Dear music, you're everything I have now When there's an army coming for me, I won't back down Cause I never was a kid in the background Just a class clown, but who's laughing now? My mom's proud when she saw me in the cabin gown It feel great to see my family proud But I make mistakes too My people always tell me, Mac, please Don't ever let the fame change you They say I'm so different, but it ain't true Still got the same girl, bro, with the same crew I'm just doing what it takes for me to make do And everyone around me getting paid, get too old, I'ma be real cool Sitting on the porch with a fresh pair of shoes Whole bunch of stories for the neighborhood kids Tell them to believe they'll be making it I'll speak a prophecy ere I go. When priests are more in word than matter, when brewers mar their malt with water, when nobles are their tailors' tutors, no heretics burned but wenches' suitors, when every case in law is right, no squire in debt, nor no poor knight, when slanders do not live in tongues, nor cutpurses come not to throngs, when usurers tell their gold i' the field, and boards and whores do churches build, then shall the realm of Albion come to great confusion. Then comes the time who lives to see it, that going shall be used with feet. This prophecy Merlin shall make, for I live before his time. <laughs>